0: This episode of the Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. Since 2019, Sales Leadership United has grown to become the largest collection of sales leadership assets in the world. Check out salesleadershipunited.com and tap into tools used by elite sales leaders worldwide. Accelerate your leadership development. Solve modern sales challenges. Use fully prepped sales meetings in your next team meeting. Thousands of hours of sales leadership materials indexed and searchable with a single click. Create your own personal sales leadership library. Head to salesleadershipunited.com and use the code ROB at sign up to get a free trial on me. Hi, I'm Rob Jepson and my mission is to help sales leaders everywhere create record-setting growth from the companies they lead. I'm here to share the secrets of the world's most successful sales leaders. I don't care how big the company or how big the team, we showcase sales leaders who are taking what the market gives and then some. This show features leaders of teams who are beating their markets, winning at crazy rates, and creating life-changing years for the people they lead. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Sales Leadership United, the world's largest collection of sales leadership assets. Be sure to check out the all-new salesleadershipunited.com. Fast-track your sales leadership development, gain insights into how other sales leaders are solving challenges similar to the ones you face, and tap into over 400 leadership topics, hundreds of video insights, Battle tested leadership frameworks and new material that comes out every single week. Sales Leadership United is the easiest investment in yourself you'll ever make. Head to salesleadershipunited.com, use the code ROB at sign up, and get a free trial on me. Now, get ready for some serious insights from sales leaders who are making it happen. And remember, don't worry, we got you. Hello, and welcome to the Sales Leadership Podcast, where high growth sales leaders share high growth practices and tactics. The show grows faster every single week, and I have each of you to thank for it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the DMs. Please keep them coming. I love your ongoing support of the show. I love seeing the growth of the show, and I mostly love hearing from so many of you on how these episodes are being helpful to you in your careers. Now, today's guest is someone I am super excited to bring back. This is another rare repeat guest. Listen. We are undergoing the biggest change I've ever seen in sales in my whole career, and I've seen some things happen. What's happening now trumps them all. I'm talking about AI. I'm looking to emphasize AI on the show, and that led me to my buddy, Ryan. I want to introduce to those of you that are new Ryan Staley. Ryan is the founder and CEO of Whale Boss. Ryan works with companies to help them accelerate growth by choosing growth, not grind. Ryan's been on the show twice already, and he needs no introduction. Now, for those of you who are new listeners to the show, go back and listen to both of the other episodes featuring Ryan because they're awesome. I'm going to put the links to the show in the show notes. Do yourself a favor and check them out. I'm bringing back Ryan for a very specific reason. I'm bringing Ryan back because AI isn't coming. It's here. And as leaders, you need to understand how to leverage it in ways that will help you grow faster and benefit from these tools, rather than fall behind as others use them and you don't. Ryan's one of the people who have found ways to help salespeople and sales organizations implement and benefit from AI in ways that just make sense. Not crazy things, things that you go, oh, that makes sense. That's what you're going to love about this show. I'm excited to have him share some of these ideas and concepts and tactics with you today. Listen, Ryan's won plenty of accolades. He's walked in your shoes. He's turned heads all along the way. He has his own podcast that you're going to want to subscribe to. It's called The Scale-Up Show. And by the end of this conversation, I hope each of you are connected to Ryan and are following him. So this is going to be fun. It's going to go fast, and it's going to help you build the future you want for every member of your team. So buckle up, because this one's going to be good. Ryan, my man, welcome back to the Sales Leadership Podcast, and thank you so much for joining me.
1: What's up, Rob? And thanks for that uh, awesome introduction, man. I, you you kind of inspired me that I need to up my game with my introductions because the level of detail and enthusiasm you have. So I'm gonna work on that, man. That's a huge takeaway for me. So, but happy to be back, man. as a, a three time participant and um, let's go. Happy to be on the show, man. I can't believe it's been like two years since I've been on. So two it's been years on.
0: Yeah, two years, September of twenty one, man. We were talking about COVID back then, if you can believe that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. But that also shows you how fast things change in sales, right? I mean, that if you're going to be a sales leader for very long, I tell leaders you're going to have to learn how to reinvent yourself, or else you're not going to be a sales leader for very long.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, man. I mean, like, and so what's essentially happened? I think, and this is a that's a great segue is like we have gas. On the fire, not just like a little gas. I mean, we're talking like a whole truckload of gas on the fire with exponential change that's happening faster than I've ever seen in my career and just in my lifetime. And it's backed by folks that have multi billion dollar companies that I've seen. And, and it, I've interviewed over 200 SaaS founders over the last year. I see that coming wow. from them. Yeah. So, Probably about a year and a half. I I don't want to exaggerate, right? But anyways, you get the idea. And so so my point is is like <laughs> Let's go. um this is hitting like a freight train and, and a common pattern that I saw is that with AI, it's it's talked about in a couple ways, right? It's talked about technically. It's talked about how it could be put in product. And it's also talked about in terms of like parlor tricks or uh carnival freak shows with like weird things that people could do. But the gap that I saw and, and this is what I'm leaning all into, is really like what are tangible use cases that non-technical revenue leaders can use, or non-technical sales folks, or even folks that have a little technical acumen, and integrate in their job to create almost like a superhuman effect with what's possible and what they're capable of doing, both in terms of time and outcomes.
0: This is why now everybody, I hope, is like, okay, I can't wait to see where it goes because. That makes a lot of sense. I love how you said sometimes it looks like parlor tricks. Sometimes it's like what's capable technically, what's capable practically. That, that's one of the things that I'm excited about this, Ryan. like you've made a decision. you're gonna like lean into AI and be one of those people who help sales leaders understand how to figure it out. And I, I think that that's awesome because we've heard about this. AI is coming for a long time. We've mm-hmm. heard it for a long time. it's coming, it's coming. Well, I don't think that this is like Game of Thrones, winter is coming. I don't think we need to say that anymore. Like AI is here, right?
1: Oh yeah, Um, man. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No,
0: you go. No, go.
1: Yeah. So here's what I want to say. Like to I, I almost want to like grab you if you're you're listening right now and like shake you. If you if you haven't really invested the focus or energy into this, because like Here's the macro reason why this is different. Because I've even talked to folks that have been in AI for 10 years on the technical side, and they're like, "Hey, I'm a little bit jaded. I don't know if it's it's going to be as big. It's it's a hype cycle. Like you hear all these things where folks have excuses to almost discard what the opportunity is. And so here's why I think they're wrong. Right? Uh, here's I say not why I think they're wrong. Why I know they're wrong. Right? So like. There's a gentleman named uh, Yoshio Bengio, right? Who's the founder of the AI Research Institute? He's been doing okay. AI for 30 years. And effectively, he was one of the people that signed the pause on AI for six months because he was stunned with how AI could pass the Turing test. Are you familiar with the Turing test at all, Rob? Uh, no uh, i have
0: no idea and i'm guessing of our fifty thousand listeners you probably got a chunk that don't know what that is either
1: really quick all it is is it's it's basically if you're acting with ai you can't tell if it's ai or a real human Hmm. like it passed the test so that at scale we could not tell if we were interacting with another person or a machine and so that happened way faster than he expected so that's one reason um two like I'm an ambassador for Gartner's revenue community. And and one of the the surveys that they did across executive leaders was about automation, right? And it was highlighted, sales leaders said, this was sales leaders specifically, that 37% of them think they could automate a person on their team now. Another really, yeah, another 38% said they could do it soon. Right? So I was like, holy cow, that's, that's a big area. The other thing is like, if you look at Microsoft CEO, Satya, basically he identified that we had eight years of innovation happening in four months. And then the last but not least and how this is different than like, let's say web 3.0, which is the blockchain phenomenon, yeah. NFTs. Why this is different is there's there's utility that even your grandma could use, right? When, when someone who has no computer competency whatsoever can type in a sentence and it can create the quality of a graphic art like something that a graphic artist would do within seconds, then that just identifies like what the opportunity is. And so I just wanted to kind of kick it off from a macro perspective, like wake up, it's here, like take advantage of it. And you'll be ahead of probably 99% of your peers right now. If you jump on this, if you wait, it's going to be too late.
0: Well, I'm glad that you started there. That was my first thing I was going to like, we didn't even let you introduce well, boss, what you do, we'll oh, make sorry. sure we do that at the end. No, 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 We'll make sure you do that. I want them to know who you are. That's important to me. But we started right where you want to start. I got fifty thousand people here. Like, what's the lay of the land? Like, what's the? I was going to ask you how would you set the stage, and you did it. So thank you. This okay. is a really, really good stage setter. Uh, I think that the I like. I love how you said make sure that you're learning about it and is is that like a first step like don't be afraid to carve out some time to start learning how do i use this we are we're going to get into that today we got a 40 minute conversation coming where we're going to talk about how do we do that so you're going to give them a a head start and you're going to have resources that we're going to point people to that will make it so they can continue to learn from you but is that where it starts? Is you saying, "Hey, I'm I'm not going to get run over by this. I'm not going to get left behind by this because we got every market represented on this show." Right? Okay. We got we got tech, we got non-tech, we got finance, we got manufacturing, we got even professional services. All of them will benefit from what what this will do, fair to say?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, effectively what it is is we now have the ability to scale humans. We've never had that ability, and it's democratized at, at a from a cost perspective. So you could do it effectively now for free or, you know, pay $20 a month, $17 a month, whatever the fee structure is based on the upgrade. And there's so many different tools that are coming out on this that you you could leverage. And so I'll get into those a little later, like to give some context, like about, yeah, yeah, let me give you some context, right? Because I know I just skipped over like my background, which like when I listen to shows, I want to have some context that people like have actually executed yeah. on shit, right? And they, yeah, we we skipped that. That was
0: part of the plan, but we got too excited it's too fast, right, man. Man. <laughs> It's that like
1: I'm like JoJo, the idiot circus boy with his was, was pretty new pet, right? So, anyways, cool. um, which I love by the way that you have Tommy Boy on on the uh, Leadership United page. You got Tommy Boy. Well, it says welcome Tommy Boy on the page, so yep. I I think that's awesome, man, that you called that out. So, so here here's just a little bit of context. So I'm a lifer in sales and, and revenue, right? So I had every single job from outside door-to-door sales to almost like a boiler room SDR type function to yep. mid-market and then enterprise group. and enterprise group from zero to 30 million in ARR with four salespeople in five and a half years. And so had a couple of exits as a result of, you know, kind of what I did there. And then about three years ago, I started my own company where I started helping companies implement the principles behind that, right? So that they could rapidly scale in a cost-efficient manner. Now-
0: With what- great success, by the way. You're not beating your drum enough. You've had great success doing that. You're good at that.
1: Oh, thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. Um, I-, I do. And so like from a context perspective, like what how this all kind of came about was- on my show, I had a gentleman named Chris Savage on, who is the founder and CEO of Wistia. So Wistia is like basically like a, a Vimeo, uh, like private video provider. They're about 50 million in revenue. One of the things he said to me, and this was like after the show or before the show, he's like, hey, have you seen um, this tool called Dolly? And I'm like, no, I haven't seen it. This was in November of 2022 and like early November. And he's like, yeah, basically you type in a couple words and it creates pictures for you they're like really wow. high quality. And so what happened was like my daughter is into more the arts, right? My son's more into sports. My daughter's more in the arts. So I'm like, hey, let's bust this out, kids. Let's play with this. Because I love trying to integrate like what's happening in the world with my kids outside of video games, sports, things like that, right? So so I'm playing with this with my daughter. I'm like, we're like, wow, this is really cool. You can create this. And so basically OpenAI, uh, which created ChatGPT, is the owner of Dali. Wow. So then ChatGPT came out. So right when it came out is when I started using it, um, which makes me like an elder, I guess, in this space, at least from the end user perspective. And so, yes, sir. <laughs> so what happened was like, I started really leveraging it and I'm like, all right, so this is what I'm gonna do. Everybody's talking about how smart this is, how good this could do. I'm gonna test this on the shit that I know, like deep functional domain expertise. Like I'm gonna test it on this stuff and just see like, is this hype or is this real? And here's what happened, Rob. Like, I tried it and I, I asked a couple questions about things that, you know, how there, well, let me put it this way. You know, how there's things that, like, in the past, like, you could only really learn from experience and putting in the time, like the wisdom aspects of sales or sales leadership. I mean, there's always stuff that's learnable, but some stuff that's like deeply integrated in, like, reps of, like, experiences with the customers. Do you kind of know what I'm talking about there?
0: I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Okay. So I I tested on that, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what are the top five KPIs that, and I entered a role, a functional role. A CTO is evaluated on in a down market, right? For this size company with this ownership structure. So I was very specific. And like the answer it gave was really good. Like, I'm like, this matches what I think would be a good answer. And so once it had that, I was like hooked, right? Because I was like, okay, this, if this could operate at this level, as long as you ask it the right questions, then this is going to be a complete game changer.
0: That's awesome. All right. And so that's how you you didn't just weigh. you dove into the deep end of the pool right from the beginning.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so, like, exactly, man. And then so I started like really applying use cases and being hyper intentional of like how to use it, where to use it. I've used a lot of different tools like uh, ChatGPT, I've used Claude 2. There's also another tool called Poe, which has a combination of both that's owned by Quora, which is like a, a basically a chat GPT, Claude. It's got other things in there. You can even create your own bot. Um, it's free, too, so you can check it out. Claude, too, is also very good. Um, and then there's like Google Bard which and Perplexia, which are better perplexity AI, which are hmm. better for more like real-time research capabilities. So they all have their different strengths and weaknesses now, but... That's kind of like high level, like basically effectively free tools that all these new software products that are coming out are built on top of.
0: Well, what you just said gave me something I want to ask you. I can't wait to get your perspective on this. And and I think our listeners are going to like this. I hope they'll like this question. Since you're convinced that AI is here to stay, Mm -hmm. and I think you're right. I, I don't think... I don't think it's going to go away. It's, it's not just a sci-fi movie that it might happen now. It's, it's here, right? I think it's here. And I think exactly. there's way too many cool things that you can do right now. Is this what I'm about to say true? AI is going to be a catalyst and it's going to be a catalyst for you as a leader, either to be a catalyst for how you create new levels of success and productivity, or it's going to be a catalyst of you becoming a dinosaur. Like your way you choose to handle this is going to either be to propel you places where you're more productive, more successful, whatever, or it's going to be something that will be an accelerant to you being left behind. Is is there truth to that statement or am I I wrong?
1: totally agree with you. And I'll take it. I'll give you an example. I think it's going to get to the point where you'll have a first time leader who's 29 years old, will be able to outproduce a 46 year old seasoned veteran if he's using AI or she's using AI and the 46 year old is not.
0: Okay, let's get into how and why, okay? This is okay. the perfect, since you set the stage there. Listen, AI is a broad, fat term. It's broad and it's fat. And I like when you are telling your story, you said, let me start applying it to the shit that I know and the shit that I do, okay? Mm-hmm. That's why you're the perfect guy for this. Because mm-hmm. we've got a whole bunch of people who probably are wondering, I wonder how I apply it to the shit that I do, right? Hi. I lead teams and I develop people and I the sales leadership job is a fat job and, and oh, yeah. where does it fit? It probably doesn't be a broad thing yet, but there's probably places you could say here are three or four or five places that if you use it, it's going to help you be not only better, but it's going to free up time for the other four or five things you still got to do. I, I, am I looking at it the right way?
1: Yeah. So I think like there's, there's a lot of, there is a lot of different ways you can do use it. And you're right. Like being a sales leader is a fat job. It was funny because I looked this up uh, and this this was actually a, a post that I created on LinkedIn about like how to create a startup in 20 minutes, right? And one of the things that I did was identify like all the different go-to-markets and then the skill sets from like a disk profile and a Colby, like personality ratings, like what was the basic makeup of them that would create a person that's most ideal for that role, right? Okay. However, one of the, the byproducts that I was looking at, I'm like, Hey, I wonder like, I'm like how many, and I wrote down all the skills that it requires to be a good sales leader. And I wrote down like 18 different skill sets. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean now what's required and like, I'm like, all right, let me test this, The test this. And I asked yeah, AI, I'm like, Hey, what are the odds that one person is going to be good at all 18 of these? And they're like, very, 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 very low. So like, what I see this as an enabler to do as a leader, let's look at the leadership aspect first, is it'll allow you to basically, if you leverage it the right way, focus it on the top three, four, five things that you're amazing at, that you love to do, and it'll offload the other soul-sucking tasks and areas that take you a long time, you're not very good at, or you don't have a high competency at, uh, to AI. And so that's where like I see a big opportunity. And so, you know, one of the things I created, and I'll, I'll walk you through this like tactically from a leadership perspective, because all these apply to a leader just to get that the kind of ideas rolling in your head, right? So if you look at it, I one of the other carousels I created was like how to create uh an entire sales organization in 20 minutes, right? And so what I did is wow, yeah, yeah talk me through that. Yeah. So I'll walk you through kind of step by step what it was. And now, granted, it, it's not like everything absolutely complete, but it's pretty freaking good. So what I would say is I started off like, okay, what's the outcome? I'm a big, I'm a high D on the disk profile. So I'm a outcome results person, right? Yep. So I'm like, okay, what's the outcome? So the outcome was the number, right? Which is what we get evaluated and graded by as as revenue leaders. So I'm like, hey, uh, the 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 total budget or number I need to hit is let's say $2 million a year, right? Okay. And I have four sales reps that are working for me. What's their exact budget and comp plan? Um, and and how would I structure that uh, on a week by week basis? Or not, I should say month by month basis, right? So I, I took it in a kind of chunk. So I took like maybe five different things and I stringed them together. So I said, how would you create a comp plan for four sales reps? What are the KPIs that they need to hit? from both a revenue pipeline and activity perspective to make that a reality. And the average deal size is X amount. So I, I asked that question and gave those specific parameters. So it had context. Cause like, here's what I would say. If you put garbage in, you're gonna get garbage out. If you're just like, create a comp plan. So I hit 2 million in revenue with four people. You wanna be more specific than that, right? Yep. So the awesome thing about it was, it then broke down the KPIs for what the rep needed to do. And then I'm like, okay, create a compensation plan with that, like how much do I pay them from both the base and variable comp perspective. And it did that very effectively, right. So then the next step, and I'm trying to go off memory because I created this a while ago. But the other thing that, that was really interesting is I'm like, okay, so I have these four people, this is the budget they need to hit. What's the management structure that I need to include to make sure that they hit these numbers? Wow. Right. So then, what it did is it gave me like almost like an opera management operating system of like do this quarterly, do this monthly, and do this weekly with them. And it wasn't perfect, right? But it got me about ninety percent of the way there. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool, right? Um, and then there's other areas that you could stack on that, like in terms of trading development, job profiles and descriptions, um, and then at the same time like the last but not least thing I did, which was pretty interesting, was the tech stack, right? What's the tech stack? A team of this size hitting this number and this deal uh, needs to leverage. And oh, by the way, keep it under $1,500 a month, right? The wild thing about it was the AI came back with pretty good ideas. And it's like, hey, I beat your $1,500 a month budget. It's $436 a month per budget, right? That, that you have here. These are the exact tools. These are the links that you can click on and check these out. And it hit like each of the core functional areas like CRM, leads, outreach tools, all of that. So uh, that gives you kind of a, a macro perspective of it, if that makes sense on how to do that systematically. And
0: all, all that was through ChatGPT. Is that what tool you used to do that?
1: Yeah, so like, and the, the tools are evolving so fast right now, but yeah, that was ChatGPT. So like if you, and this is something too, like I could, if, if it'd be helpful, man, I could I could share this with your community or whatever so they could see like the prompt play by play if that would be a value to you so then people well, can leverage that, it
0: that'll be something that we put into sales leadership united a lot of the listeners are members there yeah. and that's great and we can also point them back to you like i know that you're building a team in 20 minutes you you link to that on your linkedin i know but let's make sure we have the links that push people to your assets that show that if you already have that, I'm happy to push them to you because like, I think this is really important. Like how you use those searches. It's really interesting that you say that because as I've started messing around with it, I've I've been trying to say, how do I get better at using this? And like, I don't know where you want to go next. I can't wait. Like you've given us like one, but like seems to me like a really good use of chat GPT is things like how do I prepare for a call with someone? Or if I'm going to be going on, if I'm going to be like targeting a customer, like what are the things that they would prioritize? Uh, I was doing this with one of my clients. I was going to their to run a leadership retreat. I just used a simple chat GPT on what are the top priorities in this industry right now. And it gave me like in 25 seconds stuff that I like, some of it I was like, and eh, that doesn't apply, but there were like four nuggets in there. I was like, okay, that's awesome. And when I went there, I was instantly speaking their language in a different way. Is that a good use case for using uh, you know, AI?
1: It's it's true, Matt, because like that was one of the things that comes up all the time when when you're talking about your team and how to effectively apply it is like, uh, I spend so much time on research right, and preparation. And so here's something really simple and easy you could do. Uh, I haven't tested this on perplexity AI. I started using it for something else. I was really impressed with it. Uh, so, and that's free. So perplexity.ai. And then there's Bard from Google, right? So here's what I would recommend doing. And this is super simple. Anybody could apply it and you'll be really impressed with the outputs. So what you could do is two things, right? One is basically for the company you are selling to, if you're trying to prepare for a meeting, you could say, you know, attached is the link of the company website identify the most important things that I need to focus on if I'm trying to sell X solution to this person at that company, right? And then all you need to do is have like, basically then paste, do what I would do, a semicolon, and then just paste the, the link of the website. That's all you gotta do. It'll come wow. out with like, like some. it's pretty cool because sometimes it comes out with like, these are the values, this is what this company's focused on based on their webpage, all these details, Right. I, I would not use that with ChatGPT because they disenabled their web browsing capability because it was starting oh. to go behind people's firewalls. Like, or I should say paywalls. Okay. It's starting to go behind okay. people's paywalls, right? And they're getting sued by like Sarah Silverman and a bunch of other people. Um, wow. For yeah. That. yeah. So that's one. Okay, so that's at the company level. Then basically you do the same thing, but grab, and this is, you cannot do this with OpenAI because OpenAI will shut you down. Not shut you down, but they won't allow it because OpenAI is attached to Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft's got that you know, owns LinkedIn. So basically you copy the LinkedIn profile of the person that you want to get background data on, right? And try a prompt like this and say, uh, I'm meeting with this person, uh, I'm I'm, I'm meeting with this person, see Link, right? And I want you to identify their their probable disk profile and relevant background information and good questions to ask them based on their, their job history right for selling the solution you do that and it comes up like this person's ideally this on the disk profile they focus on this they have two kids they do it so like all this the granular stuff that takes time to do and they'll spit it out in like 20 30 seconds max
0: awesome so that's something people can do immediately
1: immediately yeah
0: those, those that that's two really good examples i i'm looking at our time we got about 15 minutes left this conversation has flown by brother if you're a sales leader where would you say hey i know i got a wide variety of types of sales leaders but if you say hey if i was a sales leader here's like three or four places i would start putting my toe in the water right now you've already said research maybe there's more there maybe that's good enough example for now are there like a couple of places you say listen Here's how you start. Like maybe there's good, better, best. Maybe this is just start here, and you're gonna start to be able to swim in that pool and and, and benefit from it. Is there, is there a couple more of those? Yeah, types of I, I got situations? two more that are really
1: simple. I'll I'll okay. I'll look through two lines. One, if you're the sales leader for yourself, and then one, if you're a sales leader for your team. How does that sound? Does that sound good? Perfect. So we'll hit Love it. Okay. So and, and the first one's super easy. So what I would say is like the and and they're related too. So what I would say is for that sign up for and like i said po.ai, poe.ai AI has claude 2 and chat gpt in there together right it's like okay. a, a chat chatbot that has both so you can literally sign up for that free there's also a mobile app that you can leverage okay so go sign up for that which i just found that recently and i'm i was pretty impressed cuz it it goes really the speeds even faster than using openai um anyways wow. so so go on that right and then take something that you would normally ask Google or a question that you have. And instead of asking it to Google or instead of looking up something there or instead of like trying to figure something out on your own, any kind of question you have in your head or that you ask Google, just ask it to that instead. Ask it to Claude2 and then ask it to the ChatGPT4 and in the, in the po.ai right? All you need to do. And then keep asking it additional questions. So spend about 15 minutes on it, just trying to get an understanding of like what it uses and then do what I did and ask it a question that you know the answer to like you feel really strongly you know the answer to and ask highly specific but give it the, the details right yep so I think that's like step one uh the other thing that I would do too, to to pair this and maybe you do this one first is like feel free to check out my LinkedIn profile look For at the sure. past posts I have and you'll see carousels like so I've had in there like a, a sales, like a B2B sales cheat sheet on how to leverage this. And it's got examples of prompts to use. It's got other areas, which I should just create a link for that. So I'll share a link with that. We we could pop it in the show notes. Um yeah, super, perfect. super simple, man. That could be your guide and then use it with the chat bot, and then you're gonna start getting results. Okay. So that's step one. Um Love it. what I would also recommend is moving forward have like save it on your Chrome browser or whatever tool you use and just start leveraging it more with day-to-day like needs that you have like questions or I need to create this document I need to do this leverage it very simply like that so that'll give you like a foundational element of what's possible and how to start applying it with what you do day to day like I even had um, there's a a chief revenue officer who who I work with privately I, I do consulting for him And he wanted some help with, with just some board information. Right. So like I helped Mm -hmm. him even like rewrite a letter to the board, uh, leveraging that as well, which you gotta be careful because you want to put it in confidential mode if we're going to do something like that and then be careful about sharing too much data. So that's, that's one. Okay. Now let's shift to the team. First of all, do you have any questions on that, Rob, or any points of clarity? No, you
0: made a point that I I think is important enough that I don't want to just browse past that. Like, you got to be careful because your searches, if it's too confidential, can come back to hurt you. Is, Am I hearing that right?
1: I I wouldn't necessarily say the searches usually aren't that bad. It's more so, more so if you're sharing information, like okay. specific financial metrics on your company, customer list. Like if you're using, I don't, I'd have to look into Poe on how to do it. But within chat GPT, you can go in effectively like an incognito mode, which is like in the settings where you say like, disable chat history and it'll it'll basically delete that chat history after 30 days will not train the model on it so that's what what you could do but i'm still a little leery about like giving everything you know because if if something's free you know they're leveraging the data for something so i'd be a little yeah
0: all right thank you for that word of advice like so if you're like saying i want to do a presentation my board about this amount of sales or this customer churn or these logo challenges Those are things that might come back to get you.
1: Yeah, you just got to be careful, right? Got
0: it. Thank you. Keep going.
1: Yeah, man. Okay, so shifting gears now for your team. And I I love this. This is like so simple. But if you look at it, like even if you have a small team of five people and you're paying them $200,000 a year, that's a million dollars in payroll that you have tied up in those people. So what AI can deliver is your top performer can increase in multiples of what they're doing. So two, three X, right now it's going to take some time for them to do that. And then the rest of your team, what they're seeing, and this is taken from a study with MIT from MIT that folks that are in the top 37% can typically do 20 to 40% more of what they're doing when they're leveraging AI. Wow. So So just stop and think about that, right? How much money you spend on your team, what they're responsible for and how tied it is to your outcome. If you could get your top performer to do two X, and you can get everybody else in your team to do twenty to forty percent more. That's like an amazing win, right? So, is
0: that by just using time more effectively? Is that where that comes from?
1: There's, I think it's a combination of time, creation, creativity, and then automated outcomes. Okay. So it's 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 like stacking those three on top of it on top of each other is what I would say. Also, even if you look at like time to ramp, I'm a believer that you could reduce time to ramp from like three months to potentially three weeks if it's levers the right way. Wow. yeah, there's like a 10x okay. multiplier there. So all these like advantages stack up. and so something simple now that you have your base foundation of how to operate how to do it, the thing that I would do is, basically uh <clears throat> have your share what you learned with your team share what's possible and share what you learned with your team at your team meeting, right? Now here comes the the next part where this is where the flywheel starts. Then you ask your team of like, hey, listen, I showed you what's possible over the next week. You need to take two hours and apply this to what you're doing in your day-to-day job. And you are going to present the top three like workflows or use cases that you found personally, right? So then the next week for your weekly team meeting, I'm assuming you have a weekly team meeting, right? Is what you do is you have the team present. So what this starts doing is this starts basically perpetuating the idea of what's possible as well as sharing different use cases, okay? And then you upvote, you take a vote and identify the top three most powerful use cases, start to create like a mini library in your own enablement system or internally. And then what happens is you do that repeatedly and they just start stacking and stacking and stacking. And now you have like basically a training library, but then also you have best use cases. Your team feels alive because they're contributing, they're advancing themselves to the next generation, before you know it, you could have a top performing group in the company in terms of the expertise, in terms of AI outside of the technical team, right? Um, And that could elevate you in multiple areas with your career, with your team, with your results. And so the the opportunities are endless.
0: And I got to think that what you just described is going to be kind of fun for these people as well, because... Now it's not just show up and we're going to have the same old, same old meeting. We're going to be pushing the how button in meetings, not just the sharing of information buttons in meetings. I, to me, that feels like a meeting that people can get
1: excited about. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it's so cool. Like, I, I can't even tell you like how many times, like I've used it and I'm like, okay, this shit used to take me two hours. I could do it in like two minutes. Like, you know how empowering that is? Like to yeah. not have to do the crappy work that you dislike and annoys the shit out of you that you're not very good at. Like I could become a graphic artist just by ty- typing in a couple of keystrokes. I couldn't even do that before, man. Like <laughs> like you could create, like here's the, you can create like videos. Like you know how, how like so to start getting creative juices flowing, you'll be able to start using this in every aspect of what you do from research to prep to prospecting to closing to objection handling. I mean, it's mind blowing what's possible.
0: All right, this is awesome. We're down to our last seven minutes, and I really want to make <laughs> sure that they they get a chance to connect to you. So I, I I have one more thing I wanna I wanna ask you, and then I want to have you spend some time making sure everybody can connect to you and your podcast and you, everything you have. Yeah, we are gonna feature you in Sales Leadership United. We're gonna have some really cool things that will right. come from you. Uh, so we'll get all that covered let me ask you this. I mean, I know that you say it's here. I know you've become an expert. I know you've found it's a, it's a multiplier. It's a, it's a human scaler. I, I think the title for episode is going to be like something around like how to three extra top performer with, with AI or something like that. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Well, I'm um, Love it. <laughs> I <I've laughs> yeah, I li- Well, I'm listening to you. I'm like, okay. You make it sound like it's here and it is here, but it's still like, if you jump on this, you can be a F early mover. You can get advantages over your competitors by going out. Like it's it's something that you should be saying, hey, if I get good at this now, I will create advantages that others don't have. We're We're still in that phase. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh,
1: so right. You'll create advantages for your career growth. You'll create advantages against your competitor and you'll create advantages for future-proofing what I think could be large layoffs that happen down the road. So I think that's that's what the opportunity is. That's why I'm I'm creating uh, basically a curriculum on this so folks can effectively leverage this at light speed because it's happening so fast. And and like we talked about at the beginning, sales leaders, sales reps, anybody in the sales community is getting hammered with so many different tasks to do. It's hard for them to ingest another one. And so instead of you having to take and spend 200 hours in all these different chat bots figuring out best practices i'm just going to give you everything i learned so you guys can do it the easy way right so i'm creating like a membership program for it all
0: right so then we want to make sure that we point as many of our people to that as possible so this is a perfect place to to how do they get more of you how do they connect with you i know you have a podcast i know you have resources like you're doing stuff you're an early mover you're an early expert in a place that every person listening to this show can benefit from. So how do they connect to you, get more from you, all of that?
1: Yeah. Super easy, man. My website, Um, Click on there. And I have a newsletter called Superhuman Revenue. So I share these use cases every week on there uh, that that basically I'm finding, using. Uh, so I would say that's the best step on my website. There's a waiting list for the community that I mentioned, a membership model I'm talking about. So it's going to be very affordable, right? It's it's something you can put on a credit card. Um, I'm working on the final details of it. Otherwise, I just share the link. By the time this gets published, if we have the link, I might I might just share it with-
0: We'll put um, it in the show notes.
1: Cool. Anything okay. that you can give
0: us, we'll, like your website, that waiting list, if it's a whatever it is, we'll have it in the notes. We'll make it so they don't have to look. We want to make it easy for people to get yeah, there. Man.
1: Yeah, so I, I think that's the best way. Uh, and then, yeah, let's, let's just makes it super simple. That has everything there. Uh, and obviously on the podcast, the scale-up show. Um, which is something where I interview tech CEOs all the time, have a really heavy AI slant to it over the last four months. And I'm going to start sharing more like this on use cases and stuff like that as well.
0: All right. So um, we're down to our last couple of minutes. I want to give you like a final thought opportunity. Like if you were to put all this in a bow, put in a package, put a bow on it, You got 50,000 people listening to you right now. Any final thoughts that you would share on this topic of AI? I know you're going heavy into it. You are one of the guys in it for sales. Final thoughts to leaders all around the world.
1: Yeah, man. One of the single biggest mistakes that I made throughout my career was not taking advantage of opportunities that were happening outside of what I was doing in different communities. And so what i see and what i've heard multiple times from some of the smartest people in the world that this is the single biggest change that the human race is going to have because the rate and speed and complexity of what's happening and so if you look at it through that lens not through a fear-based lens but through a lens of like hey it's it's still early throw yourself into it take the opportunity this is going to be a career multiplier a revenue multiplier and you're just going to enjoy the experience as well right so I highly, highly recommend. Do not miss it. Do not wait. Do not put it off. This is not something, this could literally change your life. And some of the smartest people in the world that are in the middle of this literally are saying, I can only see a year out. I don't know what's going to happen beyond then because the change is happening so fast. And with anything like that, any kind of disruption, there's massive opportunity. So you can either take the red pill or the blue pill, right? Um, you could you could ignore what's happening and pretend like nothing's happening, or you can open up your eyes and take advantage of a a really, 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 really good once in a lifetime opportunity.
0: I hope that everybody knows you just pulled a matrix reference there. I hope (laughs) that they know that because that is, that is such a good leadership movie, by the way, there's so many great things on leadership there. Ryan, you're a beast, man. Congratulations (laughs) on your success. Listen, we have a lot of people who have been listening for all five years in the history of the show. We, we, I have people that tell me every week I binge listen. I, 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 I have those email, those coming. But my point is, connect to Ryan. Ryan is one of the people that are leading the charge of a really important charge. You are going to be a better, more strategic sales leader if you learn how to use these tools because I do believe it's going to be a catalyst for knowing how to three X a top performer. Like think about that. If all you got from this is you could use this tool to 3X your top performer. I've said for years, a 5% increase from your top performer is better than a 15 to 20% increase from someone in the middle. Ryan's talking about 3Xing them. Think bigger, okay? Learn these tools. My advice to every listener, go binge this one a couple of times. Take notes, connect with Ryan, and follow his lead because there's not a lot of people that I'm going to recommend to follow. Ryan's one of them follow him we're going to have lots of resources available from him Ryan thank you so much for joining us thank you on behalf of 50,000 people thank you for pointing me into a into a direction that they probably have all wondered how do i do this but they just don't know how to get started thanks for simplifying yeah, that yeah man love it
1: dude it was a blast thanks for having me on and Thank you for listening. I uh, appreciate you giving me the mind share because I know you are some of the busiest people in the world and have one of the hardest jobs in the world. So scale yourself now and then scale your future. My man. Talk to you soon, Ryan. Thank you.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another So What portion of the Sales Leadership Podcast where we break down that interview and we ask ourselves, why did that conversation even matter? But first, this, pod, this episode is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. Since 2019, Sales Leadership United has lived on Patreon, and it has grown to be the largest collection of sales leadership assets in the world. <clears throat> I couldn't be more excited to announce that Sales Leadership United now has its own home. Sales Leadership United has moved off of Patreon, and you can find us at salesleadershipunited.com. Listen, I coach over sales, 100 sales leaders and big companies, new companies, every industry that matters people that are new to leadership or new to a company, people that have been in their spot for a long time or or some of the most seasoned, effective sales leaders in the world. Every one of them wants more tools, more insights, more perspectives. They ask questions around systems, frameworks, foundations, creating change, learning to coach, leading up, managing up, connecting to totally different generations, all of the above. But the number one question I get, what are other leaders like me doing to solve problems like the ones I'm facing? And that's why you need to check out Sales Leadership United. Tools, training, techniques, perspective that comes from the benefit of thousands of hours with other leaders from all around the world. If you haven't checked out Sales Leadership United, head to salesleadershipunited.com and use the code ROB to get a free trial. Listen, if there's one thing I've learned, we've got to be intentional about our growth and development. That can be challenging. It takes intentionality and prioritization to keep yourself fresh, Modern, current, so you can be relevant and have impact. That's why I want you to check out Sales Leadership United. Membership is less than the cost of lunch, less than the cost of a movie ticket, less than the cost of your monthly Netflix subscription, and there's no long-term commitment. Just use the link in the show notes, see what the largest collection of leadership assets can do for you, and give it a free trial. Now, let's talk about Ryan. I love Ryan Staley. I love that dude. There's a reason he's one of the few three Peters on this show, and he's an important follow if you want to start using AI the right way as a sales leader. AI can be a huge catalyst. It's emerging ridiculously fast, and Ryan's dead on. You can 3X your top performers if you learn to use AI the right way, and that is as good a reason as you'll ever find to do that. AI matters because you can scale people faster than any other way I've ever seen. It can be a huge catalyst, okay? And so leaders, we when we find opportunities to scale people effectively, we got to do it. AI has developed enough that it's not a coming soon anymore. You need to use it to make it a priority to learn about it because lear- using it is the best way to learn about it. It reminds me of when the internet emerged, and then when CRM emerged, and then when sales engagement tools emerged. Don't let this tool pass you by, because it's going to be a catalyst for your success, or it's going to be a catalyst for earning dinosaur status. So start easy. Make it part of what you talk about with your t- in your team meetings and in your one-on-ones. Right now, I don't have much to add to what Ryan said, except for a couple things. Number one. Be intentional about AI. Do not put your head in the sand. Schedule time to learn and understand how to use it. Plan a growth day uh, for yourself. Spend a little little of that time on AI. Do this with some regularity, and before you know it, you'll be far ahead of the curve. Find experts. Number two is to find experts to accelerate your learning. Ryan is 100% one of those people. AI for sales, we... He's a guy that you want to make sure that you're close to. Ryan jumped in. He started developing use cases early. So connect to him. Check out his resources. Reach out to him with questions. I promise you, Ryan will be a huge help to you. Third, experiment. I have a a saying that goes like this. When in doubt, send out a scout. Now is the time for you to start testing AI. Even... If it is only through task optimization on account research or call prep, you're going to find that it isn't hard to create some skills that you'll find really, really helpful. Elite leaders have to reinvent themselves with some frequency. If you want to stay an elite leader for very long, the tools we use will always be changing. Learning to optimize by using the right tools is kind of like a farmer going from a plow being pulled by a horse to using a tractor. One of the most important characteristics of elite leaders is that they learn to create capacity. Capacity is one of those seven C's that we got to have as leaders, and it's the one that nobody spends much time on because they don't know how to do it. Capacity will allow you to develop as a leader and create even more impact. And AI is one important tool for you to consider. So if you haven't yet, now's the time. If you have, keep learning and keep growing. And don't ever stop reinventing yourself or those you lead. Ryan, my man. Thank you so much for joining me for the third time. Congratulations on the success you've had. I'm so pumped that you dove into AI before AI was even cool. Your insights are so helpful. Thank you for sharing your insights on using AI effectively with leaders all around the world. My advice is to connect to Ryan. Reach out to him. Leverage his resources. Hit his site. Check out his podcast, use the link in the show notes to get access to his nine AI for sales resources and free access to a sales AI accelerator. Seriously, check out what Ryan has to offer. He will help you do more faster. Go find out how you can 3X the effectiveness of the people on your team. We got the links in the show notes to make it easy to do. And trust me, you're going to be glad you connected with Ryan. Finally, thanks to each of you, our listeners. Listen, the greatest compliment you can give us is to share the show with those you you work with. Mention it on your your LinkedIn and social platforms. Introduce people you know to the Sales Leadership Podcast. We are still growing fast. Leave us a review on iTunes, and you can support the show by checking out Sales Leadership United. Head to the new salesleadershipunited.com, use the code ROB, check it out for free with no strings attached, and I think you'll be glad you did. Thank you for your ongoing support of the Sales Leadership Podcast. Our job as sales leaders is to create life-changing years for the people you lead. If you liked this message, please share it with someone who needs to hear it. And then get after it this week because life is short. You got no guarantee of what comes tomorrow, so maximize your today, be elite, live strong, and chase your passions and do your best work so you can live your best life. And don't ever forget that you got this and I got you. Have a terrific week. Thank you so much for joining the Sales Leadership Podcast, the award-winning sales leadership podcast for those sales leaders looking to create legendary impact to those they lead. The greatest compliment you can give is to share this show and any of your favorite episodes with your fellow sales leaders, social media followers, or other communities you're part of. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by the of Performance Group. If you want to discuss any of the topics discussed on the show, want to level up your leadership impact, discuss executive coaching services, or even include me at an upcoming event, hit me up at rob at jetpg.com. That's rob at jeppg.com. And to those of you working to become a legendary sales leader, I salute you and wish you much success on your journey. Whenever you need someone in your corner, you know where to find me.